Welcome to Sunday Worship at St. Matthew's Baptist Church, led by our senior pastor of over 34 years, Dr. Raymond M. Gordon Sr. Our worship service is made up of three facets, information, invocation, and inspiration. Information consists of pertinent topics that Pastor Gordon would like to share with you to engage and edify. Invocation consists of prayer and preparation for worship. Inspiration consists of our praise to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and pastor's delivery of the word. I need every most gracious Lord. No is King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Somebody said he's the potentate of paradise. He's worthy. He's the lamb. He's the light. He's the life. He's the ladder. He's the love of God personified in the person of Jesus Christ. And we bow prostrate before his presence. We thank God for you this morning. Thank you for joining us this morning. We pray that you would pray that you and I would exalt our Savior and show him gladness and glory to his name for his goodness, mercy, and grace. Truly God is a gracious God, a good God, a merciful God, and we praise his name. He let us lay down last night, woke us up this morning, amen, clothed, hallelujah, in our right mind. He's worthy to be praised. He's worthy to be praised. He's worthy to be praised. Who do men say that I am? Uh, Peter said, thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. He said, Peter, flesh and blood did not reveal this to you, but my father who is in heaven. We praise God this morning. We thank God this morning and we exalt him this morning. We Continue to pray for your family that they would be separated from this pandemic disease, that they, Lord God, would uh, praise Jesus and practice righteousness in their hearts. We pray, Lord God, that if they're unsaved, they would get saved and the Lord would bring them in. It's the last days. You must be born again. We thank God for our lovely church. And we thank God for the saints of God who say yea and amen to the promises of God. This morning, this morning, this morning, my subject from Psalm 25, 14, can you keep a secret? Can you keep a secret? And the Bible says in 25, 14, the secret of the Lord is with them that fear him 
and he will show them his covenant. Lord, have mercy. The secret of the Lord is to them that fear him. Now, let me stop Paul's part. All the hell you see in this world is because people don't fear God. When people don't fear God, they don't have a need to pray. They don't have a need to repent. They don't have a need to conform. They don't have a need to come to church. They don't have a need to tithe. They don't have a need to serve. They don't have a need because they don't fear God. Proverbs 1.7 says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning point of wisdom. People just don't fear God. Leaders don't fear God. Countries don't fear God. And not only the older generation and the millennials and the youth, there is no fear to keep his statutes, no fear to come to church, no fear to maintain a marriage, no fear, Lord have mercy, no fear um, to live out the principles of the word. No fear. And because we live in this me generation, me, myself, and I, I have all my information in my cell phone. I don't need God. I can Google whatever I need to Google. I I don't need God to help me. I don't need God to, amen, to lead me and guide me and direct me. There's no fear of God. But you keep living, you will fear God. You will run out of options and you will need a friend that sticks closer than a brother. Secrets are non-disclosures, listen, of information, amen, identity, and insights. Secrets are only disclosed and known when the concealer decides to become a revealer. That is, when that which is covered is uncovered, that which is hidden is highlighted. And spiritually, God can only be known, Paul said, that I may know him, Gnusko, that I may know him intimately in the power of his resurrection and fellowship of suffering being made conformable to his death. God can only be known when God decides, amen, to unlock and disclose himself to us. Lord, have mercy. That is, uh, as long as he is concealed, nothing is revealed. And, 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 and this, this secrecy, is that God has secretly elected the elect. Nobody knows who's going to get saved. Uh, God has secretly, Lord have mercy, motivated and maintained the faith, the favor, and the future of his faithful people. 
that, that, that as we look at this matter of secrets, uh, that is that Deuteronomy 2020 under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit and the writing of Moses said, the hidden things belongs to the Lord, but the revealed things belong to us. Now, what is hidden is his providence that's hidden. His purposes many times are hidden. Amen. But his principles are revealed to us. And, and, and so when we begin to look at this revealed and concealed manner of God, amen, that God promotes whom he will. Promotion does not come from the east or the west or the south. Promotion comes from heaven, the north. Amen. God promotes who he will. God Amen is very, amen, purposeful in all that he allows. Don't fool yourself this morning. Everything you see around you is in God's purposes. He's got a perfect purpose, a perfect plan, a perfect pullout, a perfect power, and a perfect period of time that everything's going to transpire. That, that, that is, that is, that is that this word secret is transliterated in the English Greek as crypto. Cryptographic. That which is, Lord have mercy, uh, classified. That which is concealed. That which is conditionally revealed. And in Ephesians chapter one, don't turn. It tells us that God works all things out after the counsel, the hidden counsel, bolema, of his will. Bolema means hidden will. Amen. Every facet of your life fell in to God's bolema. The good, the bad, the ugly, the ups and the downs. The other Greek word in Ephesians 1 is thelema, that which is exposed. And, 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 and so, child of God, when we begin to look at this matter of God's secrets, that he does everything after the counsel of his own will, that, amen, God is sending a message that nothing escapes him. Nothing avoids him. Nothing is impacted by him. That, that God, one of the attributes of being God is he's omniscient. He knows everything before it happens. He knows it completely. He knows us completely. He has searched us. He has tested us. He understands our downsittings and our uprisings. Psalm 139, he knows what's on the inside, regardless of what we try to portray on the outside. That, that is that God in his secrecy, we come to Psalm 25 where David, Psalm of David, David is in distress. David is perplexed. 
He ponders about his deliverance in God. And keep living, you will ponder too. You will realize that every time you were delivered, God was at the forefront. Every, every pullout, God precipitated it. Every, every bit of peace, God sent it. Every, every little bit of power that we display, God gave it. That, that without God, we, we can do nothing. And it's here in Psalm 25, and we praise God for this great psalm, where David is perplexed, and the psalm discloses to David certain secrets which are conditional. They're not concealed, they're conditional. I want to deal with that, and we see a secret design, a secret dismissal, a secret development, and a secret deliverance. What a psalm. Every psalm that was written, especially by David, was an earthly experience. Notice what I'm saying. Every psalm you read, it was God taking a psalmist through something experientially so he could expound about God. Sometimes God cannot get a word out of us until he takes us through something. Some through the water, some through the flood, some through the fire, all in the blood. And then we become witnesses of the Most High. When we look back and wonder how we got over. When we meditate on our mess. When we consider our upbringing. God was there all along. Lord have mercy. That That is... Uh, it's here that we first see a secret design in Psalm 25 where he's praising God unto thee, verse 1, O Lord, do I lift up my soul? O my God, I trust in thee. Let me not be ashamed. Interesting, first 10 verses. David is praising God. Uh, for God's secret design of his life. But particularly in verses 6 and 7, there are two remembrances that are worth noting. He says in verse 6 of, of, verse, uh, of Psalm 25, hang in there with me now. He says, remember, O Lord, thy tender mercies and thy loving kindnesses for they have been ever of old. Now, let me stop pausing part. This word, remember, in verse 6, is not telling God don't forget. God can't forget. He's not asking God to not let it slip. Uh, not Don't let your promises slip. God will never let his promises slip. The word remember there is, Lord, help me to remember your gracious character. You'll pull out. My pollution, your mercy for my mess. <sighs> when we remember where the Lord brought us from, it's hard for us to be prideful. He deals with this word remember in verse 6 and then in verse 7 he says, 
uh, he uses remember again, Lord have mercy, remember not the sins of my youth. Now he's asking God a whole different question, making a whole different statement. Lord, remember uh, your mercy, not my mess. Uh, Such humility of David. To start with the introspection of himself. Some people are so busy watching everybody else, they can't see themselves. We, we, we don't get a glimpse of our garbage. All we do is judge others on the outside. Blame others. Point to others. Indict others. David deals with the secret design where David is saying, God, help me to remember your gracious character, verse 6. And then give me a measure of my mess. Oh, Lord. Secret design. Secret design for the believer is humility. To see yourself as God sees you. But then he moves from the secret design real quick, verse 11, to a secret dismissal. This is pardon. And and God knows we have been pardoned. For thy name's sake, listen to this, O Lord, pardon mine iniquities, for it is great. Now, one of the problems in theology and in many of our denominations is that we think we have to work for his pardon. You can't work for his pardon. His dismissal of your sins is predicated on your belief in Jesus. That Jesus forgave all of my sins, my past, my present, and my future. Now, I know some denominations got a problem with that because they're on a work system. God, Kaleo, called me out of darkness into his marvelous light. John chapter 3, when he met with Nick at night, Nicodemus, he said, not of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, nor the will of uh, 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 a, a man of your, but the will of God. We only come to a saving knowledge of Jesus because God. Our sins are only dismissed as we place faith in the finished work of Jesus Christ. You died for my sins. And you die for all my sins. He didn't die for the past and not the present. He didn't die for the present and the past and not the future. He died. And the reason I know he died for all of our sins, past, present, and future, is because what he did, the operation of God, is that he took our sins and nailed them to the cross. Ah. Here's what he did. He placed us on the ledger side of Jesus' righteousness and took all of our sins and placed them on Jesus. We are forgiven. 
by God at the point of salvation. Now, we should confess our sins as we live out. That's just acknowledging, saying the same thing God says is wrong, and you're right. This dismissal in verse 11, he says, this secret dismissal, amen, is God performing an operation where God places us in his favor. Lord have mercy. And, 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 and so the psalmist is dealing with this matter of a secret dismissal. All I gotta do is keep remembering where the Lord brought me from. And I will remain humble. All I gotta do is keep remembering how much mess the Lord forgave in my life and I won't accuse and judge others. All I need to do is get a dose of his dismissals, his pardons of my pollution, and I will keep praying. A secret design, a secret uh, dismissal trying to get to my text and then a, a, a secret development in verse 13 the interrogative who the interrogative who denotes a genuine discipleship somebody outside of myself had something to do Lord have mercy with my development he called me out of darkness into his marvelous light so when you look at uh, amen, uh, uh, verse 13, he says, his soul shall dwell at ease and his seed shall inherit the earth. A secret development. Uh, this interrogative uh, of who? This interrogative of who? is that somebody outside of myself brought me into a new existence. He transferred, he transformed, amen, and he is working in and through my life. And then we get to our text, A Secret Deliverance, and we're going to spend some time here. David says, the secret... (laughs) The concealing, the crypto, the hidden counsel, that which is hidden, the secrets of the Lord is with them conditional that fear him. Now let me stop pausing. When I was in the world, I was taught about God, but I didn't really fear God. I didn't reverence him. The word fear means reverence. When you reverence God, you pull away from sin. When you reverence God, you pull away from self. When you reverence God, you pull away from Satan. When you reverence him, when you respect him, when you are in awe of him. That's why the psalmist said, oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good and his mercy endureth forever. Let the redeemer of the Lord say so. 
We don't have a reverencing of God. God is dead to most people. God is a folklore to most people. God is not real to most people. God is not reverenced by people. I do what I want to do. It's the me generation, me, myself, and I. I go where I want to go. I say what I want to say. I think what I want to think. I'm free. And we're living in the age of Laodicea, the last church in Revelation 3, which is the church of people's rights. I have a right to do what I want to do. But he says the secret of the Lord is with them that fear him. Now, you must understand what God is saying through David, through the Holy Spirit in David. This crypto is hidden, this disclosure or this, con- this concealing, amen, becomes revealed as we live out, listen, this is me, certain requirements. Now let me stop pausing part. That is, my grandmother feared the Lord. My mother and father feared the Lord. This generation does not fear the Lord. It is a fearless generation who going to bust hell wide open. Mm. The Pharisees and Sadducees didn't fear Jesus. They didn't reverence him. Mm. In that great controversial chapter of John chapter 8, when they were dealing with their heritage... Jesus said, you're not Abraham's seed. If you were, you would believe in me. Abraham spoke of me. And he said, before Abraham was, time, I am eternity. Abraham was glad to see my day. My day of deliverance. From Sheol to glory. Lord, have mercy. My day of redemption on that cross. I died for all the elect. I redeemed all those that had been elected, Old and New Testament. That, 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 that is, that is when you begin to understand that the secret of the Lord is upon them that fear Him. What brings on fear? That word. That truth. The Holy Spirit drives home a fear of God. Hmm. We need to reverence. Fear, first of all, his person. Now let me, I get in trouble and I'm going to keep getting in trouble. Jesus is the only true and living God. There are no other gods. There are no other small G-O-Ds. There's only one God, one man between God and man. That's the man, Christ Jesus. One God. And the Bible says that God the Father hath bestowed upon him the fullness of God. Amen. In other words, God earmarked Jesus to be the object of all worship. I don't have to say, thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. No. All I got to do is thank Jesus. And the other two are automatically glorified. 
He's the fullness of the Godhead in bodily form. The God of worship. And I'm not going to play on these names people want to give Jesus. He's Jesus. He told Paul on the master's road, I'm Jesus. Whom you are affecting. Mm. He's Jesus. He's Jesus. He's Savior. Ah, He's salvation. We don't fear his person. We don't understand he's omniscient, omnipresent, omnipotent. He's got all power in his hands. He controls everything. He controls our future. He controls my downsetting, my uprising. He, he controls, amen, everything surrounding my life. Oh, some concealed, some revealed. Lord have mercy. We, we have to fear his person. Mm. When you keep calling on the name of Jesus, when you go to sleep in the name of Jesus, when you wake up in the name of Jesus, when you reverence who he is, he's king of kings, he's lord of lords, he's not Mary's little baby. He's king, he's God, he's potentate, he's glorious. Yeah. He's the God of creation. He's the God of, of, of sustaining us. He's the God of love. Reverence his person. Mm. He's God. Son of God, God the Son. He's God. Well, we believe in Jesus. No, you don't. You, you believe he was a prophet and you might believe he was a priest, but you don't believe he's potentate. You don't believe that all things were created by him and for him and without him was not anything made that was made. And if you reverence Jesus, you need to live like you reverence Jesus. You need to worship like you reverence Jesus. You need to wave your hands like you reverence Jesus. You need to serve like you reverence Jesus. You need to live like you reverence Jesus. If you love me, keep my commandments. Uh, fear of his person and the fear of his principles. His principles is his word. You can't dichotomize his principles from his person. His principles come from his person. Mm. That as I read this word, faith cometh by hearing, hearing by the word of God. Ah. That, that is, we, we have a fickle faith, a false faith, a fractured faith, because our faith is not in him. Mm. Our faith is really in ourselves. We have a form of godliness, but no power. <sighs> we make up these lies that are not really biblical principles. God is sovereign 
in whom and how he heals. God is sovereign how long you live. God is sovereign, Lord have mercy, in where you are and why you're there. God is sovereign in his purposes. Lord have mercy. Just ask Joseph who was thrown in the ditch by his own brothers and later on in chapter 50 of Genesis, he said, am I not in the place of God? You meant it for evil, but God worked this thing. God meant it for good. That is, there has to be a reverence of his person, a reverence of his principles, and then a reverence of his power. You got to know that God is omnipotent. Satan has some power. God's got all power. Satan is a prince of the power of the airways. God is king. And wherever there's a prince, there's a king somewhere. The prince reports to the king, Job chapter 1. The king don't report to the prince. Now, do I have a witness? You, you got to have a fear of his power. Lord Jesus, he's able. Uh, the word able, he, he's able to do far exceedingly. Look at the superlatives. Far exceedingly, abundantly above all that I ask or think to the only wise God. He's able to pull me out of a mess. He's able to turn my life around. He's able to plant my feet on solid ground. He's able to give me peace and prosperity. He's able. He's got all power in his hands. Is a fear of his person, fear of his principles, fear of his power, and then a fear of his purposes. Wherever you are this morning, you are smack dab in the middle of God's purposes. And we keep trying to get out. We want to establish our own purposes. No. You're smack dab where God wants you to be. God gave me a secret providence. See, as I learn the word of God and I go back and do these reruns, I'm forced to praise his name. My providence was in South Philly for 17 years of my life. I was in that hood. I, I, I learned all the stuff everybody else learned. I, 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 I was friends with people who are now in jail for life, who murdered, who are gangsters, I, I, who, who, who were strung out on drugs. I, 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 I had... A relationship in the providence of God. Well, God, why? Lord have mercy. Here's the, here's the question of the, of, of, of the century. Why did you choose me? Why did you pull me out? Why did you sanctify me? Why did you place me on a street called straight? And God's answer is because I desired to. I didn't earn it. I couldn't work for it. It was God that chose my providence. He gave me a secret providence. He gave me, yeah, uh-huh, a secret placement. He placed me in the military for seven years. He placed me here at St. Matthews for going on 34 years. He placed me where he wanted me to be. This was not me negotiating for a job. This was not me, amen, uh, personally coming here. No, no, no. God placed me yes. 
where he wanted me to be. And he placed everything else in my life according to his sovereign will. Do I have a witness? That, that is, there, there was a secret placement. There was a secret plan. I have plans for you. Plans are good, not of evil, to bring you to a desired end. There, 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 there was a secret presence when I got in trouble, when I felt lonely, when I felt despondent and discouraged. There was a still small voice that kept encouraging me, be still and know that I'm God. Lord have mercy. There, there was, there was a, yeah, secret peace. My peace I give to you, not as the world give to, give it unto you. My peace, let not your heart be agitated. I'm giving you my peace. I'm the Prince of Peace. Amen. And, 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 and he's given me a secret power, the power of the Holy Spirit who dwells on the inside. It's not my power, it's his power. God gives us the power to do what's right. He gives us the power to reverence his name. He gives us the power, amen, to love others. He gives us the power and he gives us the promotion that when you begin to the secret of the Lord is with them that fear him. Well, whoa, what secrets? Secret of his personal plan, protection, provision, promotion, peace, prosperity. His secret is with those that fear him. But there's a corresponding note in Psalms. Don't turn Psalm 91, Psalm of Moses, about safe, safely abiding in God's presence. The psalmist says, he who dwells in the secret place it's the place of intimacy of the most high El Elyon rule of heaven and earth as we dwell in the secret place of the most high Lord have mercy and, 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 and once we become intimate with God once we amen become hallelujah uh, 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 identified with God and once we become immortal in God amen there is a protection where the psalmist says he that dwelleth in the secret place of the most high shall abide hallelujah you gotta abide this morning in spite of the pandemic in spite of the social injustice in spite of society losing its amen form you gotta abide shadow of his wings that's your protection device I'm abiding in him hallelujah I'm abiding in him I'm abiding under the shadow of his wings no weapon that's formed against me shall prosper 
10,000 might fall at your right hand, 10,000 might fall at your left hand, none of it will come nigh to me. Why? Because I'm in the secret place of the Most High God. I'm in the place of intimacy with God. This is not just a ritualistic relationship. No. This is me losing myself and laying everything at his feet and worshiping him and being intimate with him and identifying with him, being immortal in him. And it's from this Psalm 91, when you get to verse 14, you have all these I wills of God. <laughs> I will deliver him. Now, now, now in Psalm, in Psalm, hanging there with me, in Psalm 91, uh, uh, 14, 14, you can look at it when you go home. It's interesting. That is, God begins to say, hanging there with me now, in this great psalm, amen, uh, he's dealing with this matter of when we fear and reverence him, Lord have mercy, when we decide to become intimate with him. Everybody's not intimate with God. Intimate. A personal salvation, a personal relationship, a personal prayer, a personal dependence, a personal dedication, a personal revelation. Look what he said in verse 14. Because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I, I will, here it is, deliver him. God says, because you've been intimate with me. I'm going to make sure you're delivered. Hellhounds can get on your trail. Satan can chase you. Mankind can uh, convict and confuse you, but I will deliver you. Thank you, Jesus. He, he says, uh, I will set him on high. I'll raise you up when you're intimate with me. I'm going to set you on high, not low. Now, verse 15, I will call, you will call, and I will answer, answered prayer. When you're intimate with me, I'll answer your prayers. My Lord Jesus. When you stop playing church, and get close and declare and depend and decide you want to do my will. I will answer your prayers. 15b, I will be with him in, Lord have mercy, trouble. When you're in trouble, when you're in travail, God says, I'll be with you. I'll walk this thing with you. I will deliver him. And, hallelujah, I, I will honor him. 15b, 16, don't miss it. I will give long life. I will, thank you Jesus, satisfy 
your every need with my salvation. This morning, can you keep a secret? Jesus is my total controller. Do I have a witness? Uh, he puts down one and chooses another. He gives me his peace. He gives me his power. He gives me his promotion. Yeah. He gives me an answer to my prayers. Can you keep a secret? Solomon said in Ecclesiastes 12, 10, Fear God and keep his commandments. The secret of the Lord is not with folk that go to church. It's not a people that proclaim to be saved. It's with those who fear him. Do you fear God this morning? Do you fear Jesus? Do you reverence his person, his principles, his power, his purposes? You need to. Because once you and I buy in and give in to the reverencing of who he is, everything else is worked out. Your troubled children, your troubled grandchildren, your marriage, your money, your ministry, your mind, You've got to reverence him. You got to reverence him. You've got to reverence Jesus. Thomas said, My Lord and my God. Paul honored Jesus and reverenced Jesus. Peter reverenced Jesus. John reverenced Jesus. James reverenced Jesus. Bartholomew reverenced Jesus. When you reverence him, can you keep a secret? My personal fragments, my fragmentation, my failures, the history of my hurts, Can you keep a secret? The secret of the Lord is to them who fear him. As you fear Jesus, stop trying and start trusting. As you fear Jesus, give him your heart's problems. As you fear Jesus, walk in the spirit. And you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. As you fear Jesus, let go. God bless you. Have a great day. And fear Jesus. Hey, St. Matthews. Together with Jesus Christ, we are taking a quantum leap. Now more than ever, it's easier to show your support for the work God is doing through the many ways in giving at our church. Did you know you can give using your smartphone? The method is simple, safe, and speedy. To give using this method, search for St. Matthew's Baptist Church of Williamstown in your Apple or Google Play Store. Then launch the app and click on the Give button. Or feel free to give using our website. 
Go to www.stmatthewsbc.org, click Giving, and fill out the secure payment form. Bill Pay is another way to give through your banking institution. As always, you can give by cash or check using our tithing envelopes. Remember, if you're mailing in your contribution, please use our mailing address at SMBC Business Office, P.O. Box 817, Williamstown, New Jersey, 08094. No matter if you're in service or on the go or spending time with family away from church, there are multiple options. God loves a cheerful giver. Bless me now. Me now.